this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventure. I am their Dungeon Master Patrick, and with us today we have Matt. Hello. You were you you had that beautiful big stretch, that calming <sighs> stretch, and I had to call you out first. I was waiting for Otto to take some food, uh, but no. Hey, we also got Tyler. Hello. <laughs> and we also got Nate. Hi there. And we have Otto. How are you folks doing today? Uh, I'm, I'm quite good. good. Matt looks like he has a piece <laughs> of cheese on his nose, but it's like, like one of those filter? little... filter? No. I believe oh, it's no. Like, <laughs> no. I genuinely could not tell if that was digital pasta or not. That was so funny. <laughs> No, that was a little post-it note that you put on your books. Oh, he's a Star Wars a character. <laughs> I'm a nerd. Look, everybody. <laughs> uh, I think we're all guilty on that. Oh, shit. He's going to have a laser coming out of that thing. So uh, for the people listening, he has a piece of... Oh, he's doing another one to the other glasses. He's got yellow eyes. <laughs> Matt has made the best low-cost co- low cyborg. No, low-cost... Um, what's his face? Yeah. Low-carb? Cyclops. Did you call Cyclops it low-carb? Cyclops cosplay. No, low-carb Cyclops cosplay. <laughs> I fell out. As we all know, uh, Cyclops is usually high carb because he's got to fuel all the lasers. Hi, y'all. It's been a while. We're going to be in a weird fucking place tonight. (laughs) Yeah, I have a mustache now. You do have a mustache. You do. I wasn't going to be the one to to mention it, but it is like there for sure. It's got a a pod stash. Mm. Can you start? Oh, who's that dude uh, with the big stash? Uh, Always plays Western. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Can you you speak a little bit like Sam Elliott? I know Um, know one of our... uh, like he does, like the course, the banquet beer sort of thing. Beef. Sam Elliott's what's for dinner? Right, it's not that. I don't know. I haven't done it. I haven't heard of Sam Elliott's ah, forever. Shit. You know what? We might have to replace you with Zach. Oh. Yeah, Zach you sounds know? like. Damn. Well, where did that come from? <laughs> it's a came from uh, my lack of Sam Elliottness, I guess. Yeah. I think it kind of looks. Get good, I feel I like guess. less Western though, with it, and more like British, like from the forties. Or like you know, like, we're going to send them to the back, chops. You know, that's what we chops. Hey guys, I, I got I got a foresighted die, and one of y'all is going to tell us what happened last time. Hopefully you remember, because it's been a little while. Nate with the one, Tyler with the two, Otto with the three, and Matt with the four. Let's see who's going to tell us what happened last time. It's gonna be May. No, it's gonna be Otto. Nice, thank God. Reverse drinks works. <laughs> I think the party was split up last time. I'm pretty sure uh, we woke up from being drunk. Uh, We had like a nice greasy breakfast at Timbers. And then Atria's headed on down to um, the ship where she met up with Huck and Toby. Toby was working on doing some retrofitting. Uh, and Atreus and Huck kind of like were chatting about how they had a same, the same nightmare, uh, which is like scary. Uh, and then they headed back upstairs and I'm pretty sure in that time, Elias and Linden, Linden headed to the temple to give them residence staff because it was forgotten on the ship. Oh, that happened a while ago. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah, but we did go to like tell them that the yeah. the enemies were incoming and would be here right. fairly shortly. Right, and then I think, I'm pretty sure Atreus wasn't there when you guys went inside and started like trying to help Resden. Pretty sure I wasn't there. Yep. Yeah, that was that was just Linden himself. Yeah, yeah. Linden Elias, like in. kneeled down to like say, like I hope you pulled, basically I hope you pulled through, buddy, and like left. Yeah. Probably to go do some and shenanigans. Elias Get well soon. met up Here's with a Atreus and Huck at the bar because we were going to the bar because what the fuck else are we supposed to do I guess prepare Mm -hmm. for the incoming invasion no we're alcoholics now (laughs) that should happen after the adventure but sometimes it's stressful I'm Um, pretty sure that's where it ended was uh Lyndon casting a bunch of spells on Resden and you know he's having freaky dreams because he had 
cheese before bed or something. I think we had five uh, hours or so. Yeah. Until the uh, airships arrived. And I, the only thing I remember really is that Resden was rolling to see morality wise, kind of like where he was. Is it more selfless yeah. or selfish, I guess? Or to, to, to listen to the that last episode because it was it was great. Um, so, I bet and it he was. does it. It's a way more nuanced than what I'm saying. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, there was like that interesting sort of what do I come back as? And it kind of was more of a neutral role, right? You kind of rolled into the like, it was, you know, 10, like 11 or higher or like 10 or below. Mm -hmm. uh, and you kind of got an 11, I think. So it's a little bit more selfish, like in the sense of like preserving self, but it's not necessarily, you didn't go like all the way um, towards that. So it was interesting sort of little combo that I, that was one of my favorite parts of the episode. You're not so. full Voldemort yet, but you're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up my friend from a coma with the power of friendship. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I think you were walking him out of the temple last. Yes, yeah, to mm -hmm. get some food and drink and clean up. Yeah, I believe you guys the rest. had you made your way to the tavern. I think I got some dust in my mouth or something. <laughs> I don't know. Some po at one point. <laughs> Wouldn't doubt was some, how fast some you of know. his dust, uh, like or some of his residents, like skin dust or something. I don't know. Oh, like, yeah, some yeah. I can't remember. Oh yeah, you know so it's I, been a while because I, I had all this dry skin on, on me. We're seventeen, guys. Wow. Yeah. For record, it is November fourteenth uh, today. So I'm gonna give you a brief moment to tell me what everyone's doing for the next four hours before we dive into the skill challenge, where all of you will be rolling in preparation for the incoming doom. We should have yes. talked about this. Yes, we it's should. It's been have, like a full month, and it's we just didn't have any plans made. Yeah, but um, our characters had a month right to plan. That's true. It's more organic this way. Um, they did Patrick. have a lot of time in the airship to talk about it, though. <laughs> mm. uh, question for Patrick. So, yeah. um, the airships are approaching from which direction once Look, again? Airships are coming from the north to the Green Spire. Um, Great. From the last time you had looked out the telescope and everybody else was you know, down there with you on the that one particular level, they were about five hours away. So considering you dove in, what is Elias going to do for the next couple hours before I make you begin your first round of rolls? Cool. Um, Real quick, I do wanted to ask about Green Spire itself a little bit. Mm -hmm. And you see, there's kind of multiple levels to it, right? There um, in are a way, many, 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 many levels. How, where would people go for like, because uh, I, uh, Elias would want Baron to be safe. Right, um, and would probably would urge a lot of folks to try to get to safety. Mm -hmm. But where would that kind of direction be? Like, where I just want to. It would be in the interior, as far down as possible. Great. So, um, first thing Elias would have done would be to talk to Farron, tell him what's going on, um, and then and we can role play that if you want. But I was going to give him a baseline for that, mm -hmm. and then also uh, because Toby wanted to was going to work on creating the bracers of defense for me, um, see how far he gotten in that procedure. Whether or not that was be available for the battle at that point, uh, and if not, to maybe like kind of have Toby uh, then instead, if he couldn't feel like like, hey, Toby, is this basically going to be able to happen for this? And if not, maybe let's focus on this other thing instead, like the ballista that he had planned. Um, you know, so it's basically sort of like some logistical things, um, getting people to safety, prioritizing that, um, and then you know, kind of gearing up. And then probably at least taking a little bit of time to work on a strategy as the ships got closer, uh, because obviously there would be some sort of range to some of the aerial defenses, such as the cannons, uh, before the you know before landing parties would obviously start to occur. Um, but also kind of as the airships got closer, strategizes to where the landing parties might start to like kind of pour into Green Spire, and then the best course of action on how to like ambush them, uh, so to speak, or to like rig, rig traps, or to just 
just be there standing epically uh, with no shirt on in my helm, <laughs> dripping with sweat, <laughs> and just letting the pure machismo of my figure frighten them into jumping off Greenspire. So, you know, just wanted to plan sort of certain things like that, you know. Okay, so with that, because you gave me a lot of fun and inspiring and enjoyable stuff, first off, you get one inspiration die to oh. utilize through um, the rounds. You get one inspiration die. Thank you, inspiration. And when the time comes to see everyone, we'll, 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 we'll have a scene for you. Okay, cool. So Elias pretty much dove in and told uh, told us what's going to happen. Uh, anybody else want to dive in and say what they're going to do? I can, I can go. I've got a couple ideas written down. Uh, it's already kind of established that Huck and Atreus are at, you know, the bar. And, uh, well, Atreus has a couple ideas of what to do with the ship because that's part of, you know, Kara's goal of getting there is to get her ship back because it is her personal ship. So she was going to, you know, talk with Huck. Mm -hmm. I want to keep you and the crew safe. I mean, you are definitely in the eye of Kara, definitely a target. So keeping you, Chaz and Frankie, I think it's better to keep you guys safe and away from here. You know, you're half of what she wants and having you go south means either they need to continue chasing you, in which case keep flying, or they have to stop and figure out where you're going. So I think you should go. It hurts to say, but come back when you believe it's safe. All right, so take the ship and fly away. Okay. For now, let me know if you find a safe place. I'm just going to take Chaz and Frankie. No one else, just us. That's fine. We're going we're gonna to take it and we're just going to like go south and ditch. Just go as fast as you can. All Send right. me a message when you're someplace safe. Do you have that capability? Um, one of them do. Okay, great. It might not sound like much, like because they really never really talk much, but... Uh, That's fine. Yeah. I know. They only like to talk to each other. It's fine. Hey. Couple in love. What can you do? <laughs> Is Toby gonna listen to me when I tell him to get out? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he comes out. Hey, Toby, um, we have to take the ship and, uh, are, are you good? Did you get everything you need? Oh. He's got about uh, a stack of papers that all have, like, various mathematical equations and sketches on them and stuff. Yes, I have a lot. Did you grab a sample of the, uh, cocoon? I didn't touch it, no. My ideas won't involve that at all. Oh, uh, okay, that, that that's good, that's good. Um, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna prep, because, I, I, I don't know, I feel something bad, bad is gonna happen. Are you leaving? Oh, uh, we're gonna take the ship and we're gonna, we're gonna make a detour and, uh, hopefully try to pull at least, uh, one, one of your ships away. Hmm. Not a bad idea, if it works. Does the airship have weapons, by the way? <laughs> this, th it does. Okay, great. So they, they'll be okay. It has front-pointing cannons, as we, we had noted some time ago. Right. And after this is all happening, going to Linden with Resident in tow, as you have just awoken your friend, you have a chance within the f four four to five hour gap before the impending doom is coming across Greenspire. What would you like to do? Well, Reston, let's, uh, let's get you cleaned up and battle ready and, uh, fortified with some good food. You guys don't waste any time, do you? Well, we have a few hours to rest and, uh, I'm, I'm sorry we don't have time for you to rest properly. Oh, it's not the rest. It's still a little befuddled. Uh, I have so much I wanted to say to you. Well, by all means, let's sit down and have a conversation. I think that's part of the process of recovery from whatever it is you just went through. Sounds good. Tell him you love him. <laughs> yes. Did you hear a shipper somewhere in the ether? <laughs> I think a ship arrived early. Guys, three shippers are coming in. 
I hear <laughs> echoes from the like... strange plane of Tumblr. <laughs> says swipe right. <laughs> Let's uh, you just go to the your father's bar if uh, that's not too distracting for you. Or the bathhouse. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up now. We need to get you some food anyway, so my father's bar sounds like a good first stop. Uh, as he says it, I'm like, I, I look out of the corner of my eye and I see something scurry into it, like under a little piece of, uh, I don't know. Do they have like planters scattered about uh, in this some area? Of the different, uh, some of the different carts that are about in the center that uh, you do see people are moving them around. So there's a little bit more dust and uh, moving around. As people were told to move their actual carts to the outer edge, uh, you do see um, various things scattering about. Uh, I do a quick, like, not even think about it, quick, like, uh, f- firebolt at this little rat running up across the walkway. Roll a d20. That's a three. <laughs> With my attack modifier? or Oh, yeah. Throw the attack modifier in there. Okay. That's... Yeah, 10. Oh, yeah, you. Without even looking or thinking, you just see this little creature just kind of move. Whip your hand out. This little firebolt just goes out and... Ah, ah sorry. Uh, excuse me. Go over and pick it up. Kind of, It's like a little charred. All the fur is gone and it just looks like a little briquette now. Kind of just like crack it open to start chewing on it. Sorry. <laughs> okay, well um, that's one of the things we should unpack. I can't help it. It's, it's like a craving I have. Not for rats. I prefer something a little meatier, but... Okay, let's go to the bar. <laughs> I just wanted to know, just for Resin's food pacing, so now he has rat in him, and now some addition, you know. You know, you have to keep track of when you feed your snake. Can't feed it too much. Exactly. We don't want him bloated Especially for the battle. right after molting. Of you course. Know? Mm, of and course. hibernation. The molting is a delicate time for an adolescent snake. Can't yeah, force you- it. You guys go ahead and make your way in, <laughs> Linden, after after kind of being here a couple times between when you came back and came back again. You know, you're, you know your dad has like a little further back spot. It's dark. There's no light. There's no window showing you the outer edges of Green Spire, but it's quiet. It's almost like a little storage room with a table, but it's there. I'm going to f- go to the icebox and fetch Resden a raw slab of meat. Easy enough. Slap it down on a plate in front of him. A glass of wine next to it. <laughs> Smile. Thanks. I know you prefer that to ale. I do. So I kind of just pick at it a little bit with a knife and fork. Put the rat in my pocket. <laughs> you you do notice that uh, after a couple bites, it is goat. That tracks. It's not bad. <laughs> and one might say it's the greatest of all time. <laughs> so that, that is a minus one for no. <laughs> you really know me. Oh, Jesus. I'm resting super horny now. <laughs> All right, so Nate, you you have created the scene between the two of you now. Yes. So you both have to work together to either give yourself an advantage or some sort of bonus for the actual skill challenge that is to come based on your conversation and what's going to happen. Well, I think that goat meal will actually come in really handy when you guys have to hoof it. Mm -hmm. Hey, so by the way, your inspiration? God. It's like a present. You can't take it back. Yeah, we got a goat. We got a dragon. All we need is a lion. We got a chimera on our hands. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) So, Resden, do you feel comfortable talking about what happened to you? To you, yes. It was... I was aware the whole time. Not aware of where I was physically or time per se, but it seemed like months that I was in that state, and there was this constant voice 
Sometimes it was whispering, sometimes it was yelling. Sometimes I could see a shape, sometimes I didn't see anything. And it wasn't until right before you woke me up that I saw it and it was me. I was talking to myself the entire time. It was my ego, my my consciousness, my hidden self, something that is now separated from my who I've become and it's I'm not I'm not I don't feel whole. I feel like two pieces stuffed into a box that are clamoring for position and it's odd. The more we learn about your condition, the more strange it appears to be. You are well, you may not be aware of this yet, as we haven't had the chance for you to look, but you look a lot more like a yuan now. I'm sure this curse is the root cause of all of it, but it's... I think it's more than a curse. I think it's a... I think this is how they used to breed. I don't know why I feel this way. I feel like this is how they kept their numbers going when their civilization was at its peak, because they would actually create new m- members of their species through this blood ritual it just feels like they i don't know if they just lost the ability to reproduce naturally and they had to find another way to keep their population alive and they made some sort of pact or some ritual with beings far greater than those on this mortal coil and i just think that they went too far and uh they left some of that residual magic in these temples that i happen to stumble across and now i'm one of them my mother is one of the most accomplished clerics in the on the continent and she was not able to remove this affliction she would have tried to remove a curse and it it doesn't seem to have taken perhaps we can find a way for you to reconcile the different parts of yourself. Elias was able to do it in his way. I say rolling lower high was... I don't know what your notes are. <laughs> it was lower was more towards the um, human, I believe, oh, yeah, Pat yeah, yeah. ruled, and then like 11 or higher was more towards selfishness. But I believe you also kind of included language to be like degrees of magnitude within that, though. Okay. So like leaning a bit more, like since you rolled an 11, I think you were saying you're leaning a bit more selfish last time um, versus like a 20 would have been like, mm-hmm. fuck y'all, I'm out, peace. <laughs> <laughs> he looks up from his plate that's half eaten and looks you in the eye for the first time intently during this conversation and you just see a very hint flash of green kind of kind of little hit glint and um no change in facial expression just slight change in tone what makes you think i want to change and then blinks well, and like looks back down at his food begins picking at it again reston could you repeat that what that's what i thought did i did I say something? I think I spoke to the other you briefly. I felt I did feel like I had a little bit of blackout there. If you wouldn't mind over the next few hours, would it be too taxing to try and communicate with it? I mean, it's it's me. It's just separated out the worst part of me into a single separate part. But I'll give it a shot. Uh, so... Linden is going to lead Resden up onto the roof, light an incense stick. The, the same place that you had gone uh, prior yep. to uh, to sit and pray above your father's tavern. 
Uh, you flying them up? You grabbing them? Holding them? No, there's a there's a ladder inside for those without wings. Go up to the fir- the, the top floor and then take a ladder up to the roof. Yeah, because so many people that go into yeah. a tavern need a place to climb a ladder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's like a city of above. bird people. It's like Jack and what's her face on the Titanic, you know. <laughs> In the arms of an angel. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys go up there. So everything you have done right now is combined. So depending on where this goes, it's either going to be a great plus or a bad minus. As he's preparing that, I, I, I settle down into like a comfortable position and um, and I just watch him do his ritualistic setup of his incense and stuff and I and wait for him to give me the sign that he's done and will close my eyes and just focus on my breathing and just try to sink into myself and talk. Now, I don't know if this is going to come out out loud because for flavor, maybe I'm murmuring it. And if he's close enough, you might be able to hear it, Lyndon. But uh, I imagine he's probably saying something like, we've got danger heading this way and you know it. We know it. This is not a time to be separating our interests or making ourselves less available to those people that I care about. Uh, Lyndon's ears twitch. I'm going to uh, ask he, you to roll a d20. Uh, it was a... He had rage rolled one. Yeah, it was a seven. I have a plus 10 to perception. Okay. Y- you're picking up what he's putting down. So he's kind of drawing with a little bit of chalk near this piece of in- incense and stops and leans down closer to Resden. Yes, I agree. This is not a time to be divided. Is that not what you are? There's going to be a day where we're going to make a choice that will unite us once again. And what would that choice be? I guess that depends on who comes out the stronger. At this moment, Lyndon, you hear a sound you've only heard in testing. You hear a siren. My eyes open up. You have heard this and you know that this is one of the things your mom had used to do in the past to try to get uh, some of her at the point compatriots ready for something that was going to happen. You knowing what is going on now, you see many, many various Aarakocra come flying from above outside where you two are sitting. (laughs) The rest of you also hear a lot of commotion and you kind of have this thought that, okay, what was what we saw and heard about not too long ago is really, really, really close. And for both you, Matt, and you, Nate, you will also get the roll of advantage. And for Otto, you you gave a decision. Okay. That has changed things. <laughs> I mean, I still have inspiration from when we were drunk, so it's fine. You do. You do. <laughs> but you set a deterrent, so mm-hmm. you were not left out of all of it. But everything that has happened. Yeah. Okay. If uh, you wanted Toby to do something in that four hours after he got oh, uh, yes. left the ship. Absolutely. I, I was thinking he would just go around to any defenses in the city. Ballista, catapults, whatever there may be. Was Toby told about the uh, that one particular floor, seventh floor down? I think it was seventh floor down. Uh, I don't think any of us were. No. <laughs> you were. You, you, yeah, you guys were there with the cannons. Yep. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, well, eventually I'm sure Toby would have been told about it, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Elias is going to go try to find Toby to ask about the bracers to see if like that could be completed before things things and if not to like urge him to go talk about the defenses anyway I like to like basically do what toby was gonna do uh, and then so something with, the, with the, something with the bracers it's gonna take a lot more than a couple hours well, yeah i figured but elias doesn't know that enchantment but yeah he doesn't <laughs> i do have a i mean i do have artificer infusions 
and I think I have one currently open where I can infuse something with like magic. Uh, however, it's not permanent. It's like if I change the infusion, it goes away. But theoretically, I could infuse a non-magical item with some magic temporarily. Like I have my armor. It's magical armor that I've infused, arcane armor. What it would probably do is I'd lose one of my other infusions on one of my other things. But that's, for example, like temporarily uh, Eli would go inert, for example. Mm. And I have to recast an infusion oh, on him to wake him. Eli. I forgot about mm-hmm. that shit. <laughs> so, I mean, if you want to allow it, it's kind of like loosey-goosey with the rules of the actual, the way the class is written, but it's in the same spirit of infusing mm-hmm. something with magic. Roll a d20 to persuade me. Okay. Matt, do you get an extra a bonus? How many people are here? Three others? You get a plus three <laughs> on top of your persuasion. Plus persuasion. That's the plus one from Tyler. So, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Persuasion. Where's do I know how to spell? Uh, oh, I don't have any charisma. It's a cobalt. Uh, so I'm going to use my. Does Toby get an inspiration? I think he did. He have? No, oh, he had an inspiration already from something. I think it was from I last. I think Toby has a lot of inspiration. I think he had an inspiration from last game for something. Elias pushes upon him. I mean, I've got it. I've got the I sun. Think for, I think it was for Toby calling the homunculus oh, Eli. There we go. So that's that's two twenty two. Persuasion. Yeah, until we can do whatever the fuck he wants right now. <laughs> so, I, uh, Elias, at some point you probably run across me. Uh, uh, Toby, um, the airships are coming, as I'm sure you know. I know we were trying to use that residuum to create those, um, make those bracers of, uh, of, uh, protection or defense or whatever you, you called them. Uh, would there still be enough time for that? And if, if there isn't, I understand. And, and Toby, I wanted to tell you about the, the floor with the cannons inside of them. Um, that, uh, the guards have apparently have increased my home's aerial defenses quite substantially, um, but I would imagine your expertise could make them potentially far more lethal or effective, so however you would deem to spend the next, uh, four to five hours, uh, you know, I, I trust you, friend. That's excellent. Uh, show me the way. Also, I have something for you. Really? So pulls out from his satchel the same bracers that you gave him earlier. <gasps> you, you see, like, Eli, like, he was like, I, I feel like it crawled up Elias's back at one point. He's, like, sitting on his, like, shoulders. <laughs> kind of like, Elias just goes, <gasps> and his eyes, his eyes widen, his mouth is, like, slightly agape, and then, like, from the side, like, Eli kind of, like, you know, comes into frame in a way from behind Elias's head with, like, his little hands over his, like, non, his, like, no-feature mouth as if he's like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I have something. These aren't ready yet, but I'm going to work on these permanently when we're done here but this what i have planned is it will give you a boost at least during the battle oh that's that's incredible thank you so so much my friend you are truly one of the greatest minds of this age truly uh dm uh i was thinking as my artificial infusion i kind of use a similar thing to like the shield spell where for like a certain amount of either hit points or total hits it'll give him a plus five on each hit to his ac or something like that like i don't know if you want to give like a maximum amount of damage that'll absorb until he starts taking it or or if you want to so just what like, are the braces of defense i think they're well, braces is, i'm just trying to add a little bit more flavor than a standard plus oh. one oh, no, braces no, of we're, defense we're, we're gonna play i'm just uh yeah what are the standard braces of defense yeah i will look for them right now those um. just give you a, a plus amount to your ac permanently mm-hmm. Yeah, let me see what that act, what that actual number is. Uh, it's a wondrous item. It's a plus two bonus to AC. Um, that's so what I'm planning. 
need to do for a permanent. Yeah. Well, what thing. I was going to say with with Toby's little infusion, first time you get hit, it's a plus two. Second time you get hit, it's a plus one. Third time, it's dissolved. Okay. No, it's better than nothing. That's yeah, cool. It, that that it, makes sense too. I think I like that. It, it was a quick infusion. Yeah. It was something Toby had whipped up really, really quick, and I like to play around with shit like that. So cool. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. So you, next time you were hit uh, over the next twenty four hours, you have a plus two bonus to AC, then a plus one, and then it's dissolved. Okay. So my AC is currently uh nineteen. Sure it is. For right, until I get hit. <laughs> <laughs> the first hit, yeah. Um, now, fuck? it stays plus two until they manage to hit through the AC. Is that what you're saying, Pat? Yes. Okay. Yeah, once it's hit through, like it's pierced. Cast, he does this thing where it's not really casting a spell, but he pulls out some, like, almost looks like a cross between a set of thieves tools and a wrench and a screwdriver. It's almost like a multi-tool thing that he made up himself, and it's almost like his... Uh, Art, art, artificer type focus mm-hmm. and he kind of just is, starts to like kind of doing certain movements and symbols onto the bracers and you see it start to glow and some energy comes from the tools into the bracers and within a couple about a minute or so uh, Eli goes like limp <laughs> and, and the bracers kind of absorb this glow Elias will kind of gently he'll probably start feeling Eli like slowly slumping off his shoulders and he'll take him and like cradle him and you know no this and just say thank you for your sacrifice my friend ah it's just a short nap he snatches him and throws him in his little uh homeschool pouch <laughs> oh, 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 okay oh, great good oh i love it here you go. They hang in there, champ poster falls to the ground yep. <laughs> he's just in a heap an hour before your homestead, Linden, is about to be attacked by a crew of airships coming from the north. Is Linden eyeing everything, or are you uh, expecting your mother and her crew to do so? Linden has a couple things in mind that he wants to do. Uh, he is going to wander around the defense's preparations and try to play music to inspire all of the city guard, basically. Or the temple guard. So, for uh, for the listeners here, uh, what is going to happen now is there's going to be a series of rounds. This will be a skill challenge for our players. There will be three rounds. One round will be four rolls plus a Toby on the first one. Hmm. Plus a Toby. Kind of like saying it. Plus a Toby. Everyone say it. Plus, plus a Toby. It's just fun. <laughs> say it, Matt. So, plus a Toby. That's right. <laughs> So for the first round, uh, Lyndon, you um, you will be at the top of the round for this particular run. Uh, you do know and have heard across all all the vocals happening, all the sound, everyone talking, all the chatter. The ships are less than one hour away and are closing in. And as you go down to the seventh floor, I believe it was seventh. And you know what? If it's not, fucking yell at me on the online. Seventh just, just with respect it. to what? <laughs> the seventh floor down from the the main level. Okay. I'm, ta- I'm talking to I'm talking to listeners, man. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm not perfect. Far from it. But as Lyndon hears all the chatter, you were down there. You you do take a quick peek through the telescope, and you can tell that there are three airships closing in, even closer than they were the last time any of you had looked through here. And you were about to do what? Uh, Lyndon takes out his DOS harp and starts 
playing inspirational music for all of the folks who are prepping for the attack. Along with the music is Linden uh, is shouting and spouting a, a little bit of a limerick of any sort. A limerick? A lyric, I think you said. Limerick or lyric? I mean, so I'm not going to make up a limerick on the spot. <laughs> Why not? You're playing uh, a bard. Because that would be difficult. <laughs> You're playing a bard. Dance I am me, playing man. a bard. Dance. Dance. I, did not, I did not write an inspirational speech ahead of time. I'm sorry. Now, what was a man from Great Fire? <laughs> Don't worry. I got it. It was sad that his home was on fire. <laughs> he had furry paws and very sharp claws. <laughs> and soon he did tire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so because of everyone here filling in the need for your limericks. <laughs> Thank you, crowdsource limericks. Dot <laughs> <laughs> net. Yeah. I, I would like you to roll a d20 with your charisma. You have the option to go with advantage. Can I argue performance? Oh, yes, you can. Yeah, definitely performance. Yes, I forgot. Bard. His dad comes That's out. That's a 31. Oh, fuck off a 31. They may take our lives, but they never take. Our they would freedom. never take our freedom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, as a couple of your friends are down, just walking past through where you are uh, as you begin to shout a couple little bit of limericks and you come to a pause and they just kind of chime in and you come up with a couple more and they chime in with a couple more. The rest of the other people down here on this level just all begin to chant and just continue to sing the song that you have done. Not only have you inspired them, but also yourself. Aw. So for Linden, you have passed the first skill challenge. And I should have had y'all roll uh, initiative on this, but we're not yep. gonna. We can do the rest of it. I could. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do the rest. <laughs> Linden was first. <laughs> It'll help me keep track. 15. 16. Oh, wait. Fuck plus, you. wait, what's my. It's a, I rolled uh, 16 uh, and die. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? What's my initiative? My initiative is plus four, so I got a 20. 13 for Resden. And if you fuck need you. it. Fuck you, man. If you what need the it. Fuck? 18 for Toby. I rolled a 24 for Linden just for the that heck of it. That makes fucking sense, dude. <laughs> that makes sense. So, yeah. Uh, the Elias dice concur. Knowing, yeah, the dice concur. Uh, Elias, knowing knowing the uh, in, ships of impending doom are coming upon you from the north, what are you doing in this first round, knowing the ships are one hour away? How do you want to assist and do what you do? I've basically tried to... Um, as I like I've explained earlier, I wanted to kind of almost chart the trajectory of how they're where they're coming and then like talk to some of the defenders about like possible landing areas and then maybe create some sort of difficult terrain. Um, it's using like turnover carts or like crates or something. Uh, in the air. What? In the air? No, like they have to, well, people have to, are they going to jump down from ropes or are they going to like, are they going like, to like plow in and like have a thing drop via like a landing you know craft, you know? I want you to roll intelligence check for me. Okay, that's going to go splendidly. It, this, this isn't even part of the skill challenge. This is just you rolling some smarts. Rolling some nothing. Straight smarts. My intelligence, I don't think I get anything to do intelligence. And I'm right. So it's, that's, a, that's a seven. A hot, hot seven. Yeah, you're hot, hot seven. Um, yeah, for some reason, you feel that after seeing over the past couple hours, everyone moving their carts to the outer skirts, you think taking a bunch of them and like throwing them like on their sides and in the middle, like to make rough terrain out there, if anyone were to drop down from above, might actually deter people. Luckily hmm. for you, that's not your actual role for this, but you go scurrying outside. Tick, 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 
Well, I was going to try to see, because how do we get off the airship when we land? A staircase. On, there, yeah, there's right? a staircase. There's there. a staircase, but that only occurs, like... When you land. When, like, this, so they have to be... And is the airship, like, landed when that happens? There's no, like, enchantment, like, keeping it hovering or anything like that. And it physically, like, touches the ground, right? Not that you know of. Great, cool. So, and I know, and these ships are approximately the same size as our other airship. Uh, one of them looks a lot bigger. Okay, so I guess then my idea is, like, oh, if I put some carts in the ground, maybe they won't land on top of these carts. Sort of thing, and like okay. maybe it'll maybe it'll kind of block the oh, staircase, Mr. Smith, or something. And that's I guess maybe the conclusion Elias comes to in this moment. Um, so he just kind of does something, and it's more of maybe a nervous thing uh, than anything else. Um, he also has this crazy idea uh, when maybe one of the airships gets closer. Uh, what side of the Green Spire is the elevator on? Uh, it is on the south end. Damn it! So it's a complete opposite edge. Yeah, of it's the... complete opposite Damn of where it. you're at. So I couldn't like attach the rope onto one of the airships and then attach the elevator, then cut the rope and have the elevator drag one down damn that would have been nope. cool next time <laughs> what right. should have been could have been not and well so yeah Elias will just kind of spend some time doing that and then like post up somewhere um high up he like will get as high up as he possibly can to kind of watch the incoming forces yeah um knowing you and you constantly continually pushing the envelope to try to get above everywhere you can you go find yourself to the top peak spire where his name's Carl. We're going to call him Carl. Uh, another Eric Coker is like, why? You can't, you can't jump down and fly. You can just run. I, why are you? I can fly. I've watched you. Why? <sighs> but now I can see how, where the forces are going to land and then I can, you know, get there rapidly to assist. You, you made a mess down there. Well, yeah, it'll be difficult terrain for when the people come from the airships and drop onto the ground from a, oh, God damn it. Should I go move them again? No, just hang out here and we'll okay. see what's going to happen. So, sorry, Carl. I really tried, you know, like I thought it was, I, that's, I'm just nervous. <laughs> hey, look, we're, we're all a little nervous. This is the first time this shit's happened. Okay. Yeah. Like, but you know what, Carl? Had... You're one of the best soldiers I've ever seen. Aw, thank you, bud. So appreciate that. With you on our side, I I think the dragon force will take the day. Wait, there's dragons? Well, yeah, like me, and then like you know, like oh, it's oh, the oh. force. We are the fo the forces of Green Spire are like in essence a mighty dragon defending Still our. Still with the dragon force persona. Gotcha. Okay. Well, no, 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 it's not necessarily a persona. It's now more of like kind of an aspirational role that we're taking on, like kind of a. Yeah. Uh, more so of a, uh, hmm, well, not persona, but, like, what's the oh, word hey, look, for it? Like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's your first siege, bro? I've done 15 at this point. <laughs> Elias, please give me one more d20 roll on that. What is this? For the, for <laughs> the effectiveness. It's the, effective, the effectiveness of his carts. Okay. Roll for carts. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to be the thing that was going to do it. You, that's what you did. <laughs> what am I? Well, I mean, I was just like trying to make a seat, like a trap uh, point for folks. Yes, and I you didn't... were. You were. So and what, what am I rolling for this? What am I adding to it? Give me a d20. Just a straight it. d20? Straight d20. That sucks. <laughs> okay. So 13. Okay. And what's your uh, charisma? Oh, I have nothing to charisma. I don't know. <laughs> okay, it was, like, wait, why would charisma be the thing for my carts? Because you thought you were doing the right thing. Wouldn't that be... <laughs> Like, Intelligence? It also is nothing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> trust me. Just trust me on this. I was gonna say, what's my survival? Maybe like I don't know. 
right. Yeah, could it be a wisdom? Yeah. Animal handling, because the carts were attached to animals. <laughs> no, there was no animals. There's an upside down cow. <laughs> Can I hide That's myself under? I would like to actually, after Carl's like they're coming closer, Elias would like to jump off, like get down there, scurry to his carts. I want to hide under one of them. We have three more oh. rounds. Or two oh, more rounds. Do that. I'm yeah, going to let you do that okay. next round if you choose to. Okay. Two more rounds. Oh, shit. I, hit, I hit too early. <laughs> <laughs> I hit way too early. I'm just like down here doing nothing. It's like 45 minutes later. You're like, it's like hide and seek as a kid. You pick the very first spot. You don't try to look yeah. for a better spot. I was trying to be yeah. like, I didn't know the carts were going to be the. I don't know. These airships are freaking the kid just hide behind the tree. I misunderstood. <laughs> I was picturing this more of like a landing craft situation where they're going to have to like, like they lever the thing and then people come out of there and then like arrows and spells and shit. To be fair, that's what I think too, but they also can fire cannons as they approach. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, they're still flying towards you at the moment, just like Matt said. Toby. Where would Toby be? <laughs> uh, if there's any ballista, not cannon specifically, but the, if there's any ballista, he one are there any? So as you go make your way down to that one specific level, which is called number seven now, area seven, area seven, um, you do notice that there are some old school ballista that would fit some of the higher holes, uh, but now there are cannons made for, like, the proper gunpowder and cannonballs. Excellent. I have been hired by Lyndon Long... Long... I don't... Long Feather? Long Feather. Long Feather. Lyndon Long Feather, the... Yes? ...son of the lady in charge. Uh, Sayar. Yes. Yes. Okay, um... Not the goddess's name, but her name is Sayar. Um... (laughs) We've been uh, told. Uh, the cannons are good. Do you with those what you want. I have ideas, though, for your ballista. Where okay. would you normally put them? Um, every other spot where there's a cannon, there's a higher eye. We have three ballista ready to go, but... Yes? Were you done? Well, we we had re- removed all of the uh, the rope to, to fire a ballista. It doesn't fire as far, so we used it for the cannon. We, we mixed it with the gunpowder and made the um, uh, fuse. You have gunpowder-powered ballista, is what you're call- telling me? No, no, they were for the cannons. Oh, are the ballista still standard where it's you, you set it in place and it fires based on a triggering system? Yes, but we used the rope for that to fire the cannons. Do you have any chains? Chains, yes. Um, Get as many as you can. Quick, quick. Uh, what would you like to roll as Toby to get them to go in? Move, move, move. And create the thing that you want to create. <laughs> Let's see here. Ooh, what? What is it he's got? He's got something. Um, he's going to use his racial trait of a kobold and grovel, cower, and beg <laughs> once once per short rest as an action. I can, oh. I can. It's basically more for cowering to distract their foes, but I'm gonna use it to basically beg and inspire them to uh, get their ass moving and, and yeah. So you get advantage on whatever actual uh, thing you want to use here. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, 16 flat. A uh, 16 flat. That will pass. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 change, 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 change. Get, get this little me- mechanoid chains, please. Find everything we can and he will... Uh, what are you going to do with these? We're going to use chain instead of rope and make as long as chains as we can and attach chain, to chain the ballista rope. bolts. And we're going to use them to catch a fish. I'm kind of pantomime, like reeling them in. Um, gonna hook them, and we're gonna reel them in. Oh, oh, yeah. And me as a DM, oh, <laughs> I fucking like that. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. But uh, we need a lot of chain. Toby, at least 200 feet per bolt. Toby, make it rain, chain. <laughs> 
is off the chain. I feel really dumb about my cards. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's like me and my fucking bears, okay? You just, you gotta I'm just picturing him going, ah, oh, he's kicking stuff over, running through the. No, you, you, the you, you see. Just like, my cabbages. My cabbages. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Not gosh. the radish. Alliance, no. My beats. Uh, Toby, you see Sorry, a bunch Dwight. of people like scouring around looking for like the, the reels of chain. And it, it doesn't, it, it actually takes about like 20, 25 minutes before they actually start to, you got like three people on one reel of chain and another three people come back on another reel of chain. Oh, here you go. Oh, oh, holy shit, you do what you need to do. Um, Atreus. Hi. Up next. Yeah. Uh, I think I left it with she was gathering any of her people who are fit to fight, and she's gonna try to, uh, have an inspiring speech with them to get them, like, hyped up and, like, good to go. Uh, and I, I do have a speech prepared, if you would I like. Want, oh, nice. I want that speech first before you Great. roll. Perfect. But don't forget. I won't lie, I did pre-roll during the break just to make this go faster. Uh-huh. If that's okay. What'd you give me? Uh... So she's going to cast Thaumaturgy on her voice to make it boom around the large area that she's gathered her people. Mm -hmm. And she's going to say, friends, family, everyone else, the foes that we are fighting are ruthless and they will take any life they can get. <sighs> I know this because I used to work for these people. I was taken advantage of and cruelly persuaded to do the things that they wanted me to do and to craft me into a weapon. And I am no longer standing for that. And so now I wish to take down this beast and this terrible situation that is happening. And I, I want to protect the home of my friends and the folks around you. Kara, the woman who leads these people is a monster. No, none of Saloon's light has reached her heart. She has a family and a daughter that she's completely abandoned, which is impossible to comprehend. So I ask you, my kin, the people I care most about in the world, help me to fight against this monster who once took me away from you. I didn't want to have to roll tonight, but because of that speech, I have to. <laughs> because your mother is watching. <laughs> She just runs away. <laughs> and we're going to find out. No. No. <laughs> As you are giving this speech, you can see your mother walking around all of your kin, all of your family and everyone. And she is just staring at you as she is putting her hand upon everyone's shoulder and making them stare up at to make sure they see that you are speaking, not to the group, but to them individually. Oh no, I see you like, you look like you want to say <laughs> something, so I want to hear it. I mean, she sees her mom coming and she isn't going to back down this time. She's gonna channel the same kind of energy she felt in her dream last night when she saw Kara's fist coming for her face, one of the many, many times it occurred. And she channels that bravery and that uh, strength to resist flinching away from her gaze and she continues to look each one of her her clan in the eyes and uh i think she you know gives each one a little nod of encouragement and you know finally turns to look at the larger group and goes will you fight with me against this woman who would 
kill everyone and has destroyed our home. What did you roll? I rolled a 15. Can I use intimidation? Because oh, yes. we're all intimidated. Absolutely. Yeah. Plus four, so 19. Yeah. And as you say this, Kilros takes her tiny little hand axe, holds it up above her head, then drops it and slams it against her chest, against her chest, as everyone else follows in sync, and they all just nod. Let's kick their ass! <laughs> <laughs> At the bottom of the round, we have Resden. For now, he's going to stick by near Lendon, unless he takes the sky, of course, but uh, he's first going to survey the area and try to find a spot in his mind, not necessarily go there just yet, but find a spot for when they do get within range and the attack starts that he can set up for a um, spot that's sort of closer to the direction they're coming from, but not in a direct line, if that makes sense. He doesn't want to be like conspicuous, but closer up front so he can be within range of various spells sooner as they approach rather than have to have them wait to come further in. So I don't know if that's a perception check to kind of see where the best spot might be. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is going to be a weird one. Go ahead. Give me a perception in a history. All right. Perception first. Uh, 13? Mm-hmm. 21. Your perception seems a bit fuzzy and wobbly, but you also remember there was a point where you were up in someone else's room with other people, and you were just kind of, like, wobbling back and forth, and there was just, like, a window in front of you just heading north, and you remember gazing out that window <laughs> <laughs> for, like, the briefest moment. The balcony of dreams? Uh, oh. <laughs> It was someone's dreams that night. <laughs> so I've chosen a balcony as a uh, good yeah. spot to kind of be. It, it was it was a balcony from someone else's room that you were in mm -hmm, previously. Mm -hmm. uh, it's your decision as resident to go make your way to said room or find another. I will not force that upon you, but you do know that those rooms in that particular direction are facing north. All right. I mean, if it gives me a good vantage point and... Uh, a spot that I'm possibly up higher than uh, to the sky ships for range purposes, um, then I'll just make a note of that in my mind. And um, as a, uh, I guess as a bonus too, because the last eight hours, I'll go ahead and just cast Mage Armor on myself this round. And because we're running a little long. Hey, I'd like to thank you all for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons real play podcast that I think we may sometimes go overboard with. <laughs> but Not hopefully there's bloopers for you to listen to and understand why I said maybe. Who are you calling a blooper? <laughs> um, I'm I'll calling you ass. a blooper over there, Matt. So why the fuck don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Huh? Like if you want to find me, which you better not, I can be found <laughs> on Twitter. Longfellow <laughs> underscore Matt. <laughs> What about you, Nate? Our listeners can find me. <laughs> Boo! Uh, <laughs> hey, who the fuck is this guy? Who let in the square? It's wild because I'm the only one of these this group that actually lives in New Jersey. Right? <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> I do the taxes. Hi. <laughs> Yeah, they really need, we need a lot of creative tax maneuvers for this operation. Um, so our listeners can find me on what's left of Twitter at Nate Scott Jones. Hey, where can everybody find you, Otto? Man, I don't know. That wasn't, yeah. that wasn't a monster. <laughs> Shit. 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 Uh, I don't know. Oh, I haven't been on Twitter a lot recently. 
it's kind of a cesspool over there right now. I guess you can follow me at Human Wreckages. Uh, I'll find another website to plug sometime soon. You know what? Be friends with me on Duolingo. Fuck it. Add me on Duolingo. I'm learning French. Comment ça va, bitch? I don't know my username. A human wreckage something. Probably spelled wrong. Human wreckage one Spelled right. There you go. That's the name of my sanitation company. Human wreckage. We built the bodies you leave behind. My daughters. My you daughters stab him, we slab him. Hey, Tyler, lead us further into the cesspool of shit we've created. <laughs> they can find me and all of my social medias at Tyler Scopecraft or on my website at TylerScopecraft.com. Did you say come? Why, <laughs> Mimsy! <laughs> Thank you all for joining us on our adventure. This episode, if you want more misfits in your life, you can follow us on Twitter at misfits underscore guide. Please also give us a follow on our main group page at Cast of Many Things, where you can stay updated on all of our other podcasting adventures. It is, as the Americans say, very cool. Sorry, I didn't understand what what I was doing. (laughs) None of us do. We're humans. None of us understand what you're doing, Tyler. Well, I just didn't understand how the airships worked, and so I was like, well, I want to set up a trap and, like, ambush them, because I was thinking of, like, Willow. No, I I can clearly see. That's... That goes along with... Elias's yeah, really, so. knowledge no. of airships. No, really. hey, look. <laughs> well, let me tell you, that shit is marked down. Elias, Elias parts in parts. middle. Your role. You're you're good. <laughs> Nothing I want to do is like good with my skills. I was gonna maybe like pray to Tiamat and like Bahamut, but like, but we'll like I have no a zero to either. I have a zero to religion. What are your stats, man? I have I a gotta... plus eight to acrobatics, brah. Do a flip. I bought the troops. Do a I'm, couple, do you a know what? routine. They're, he's just doing the full seven to survival Bacon routine from uh, Footloose. Give me an e. What? Why? Give me an e. Why do you have a seven to survival? Because I lived in what? the woods for forever. You talk to me. I'm more the one. I'm the one running the fucking show over here. That's true. So you if you got a problem, my daughter's wedding, and tell me that if you got you don't a problem like with the rules, religion, you fucking talk to me. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Where's the three goats you paid me? I fucking wish you guys. I paid you one goat, one lion, one dragon, and one creature. If you roll less than a 15, I'm kicking your ass. I rolled a 16. You ain't touching shit. Get over here, asshole. I'll still give it a try. <laughs> if it meets a beast, fuck hey, Rucko, you. These motherfuckers bean caps. That's my new character. Wally, roll a d6. You hired the mob to be in this battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Please throw all of this in the end for uh, dumbass <laughs> fucking bloopers. I'll oh forget about God. it. Remind me later. <laughs> Hi. Hey. He's my cousin. Cannolis. Cannolis. <laughs> my brother cannolis and his brother fettuccine. What are you gonna do about it? I'll tell you what I'm gonna do about it. <laughs>